Hello, Freedom Fighters. Thank you for listening. This audio interview is brought to you by Open World Magazine, the ultimate guide for pursuing a life of adventure and passion and setting up a location-independent business that can support your dream lifestyle. Go check us out at openworldmag.com. Hello, Freedom Fighters, and welcome to another episode of the Open World Podcast. In this one, I'm joined by Joe DeJenny, and he's the co-founder of Groove Funnels. He's a digital nomad and member of the Dynamite Circle who helps businesses and startups to set up automated email funnels to capture leads and convert them to paying customers. If you want to learn how to make money with your website or make more money with your website by increasing your visitors to actual leads and then converting those leads to paying customers and then high-paying clients, then you're going to love this interview. Joe has worked with notable companies such as Mindvalley, ZenMade, The Foundation, and a bunch of others. And we met in Thailand where he went from being an average person back in Texas to literally being a giant among men out here. Joe, thank you so much for being on this podcast. Thanks for the intro. The, the giant among men was, uh, <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> so... Why don't you tell me and the listener a little bit about your story? How did you become an entrepreneur? Where did you come from? Uh, so I come from a small town of about 10,000 people in western Pennsylvania. It's uh, almost literally off the map. I think you'd have, to, you'd have to zoom in many times on Google Maps to find it. But small town outside of Pittsburgh, um, very working class uh, family and you know, working class environment growing up. Uh, I did the typical path of four years of college after high school, and actually after that moved down to Houston, Texas. I worked in the oil and gas industry as an industrial firefighter for three years, and about halfway through that that job, I learned I, it was really clear that that was not going to be a long-term solution for me, so I spent the second year and a half that I was in corporate to you know, start just taking really any consulting job I could find as long as it would pay pretty well, um, building websites, setting up you know, basic email um, marketing for um, pretty much any business that I, that I could. Got involved with a lot of entrepreneur events, um, you know, the DC being one of the, the most recent. Um, and through those events, I actually met my partner, Eugene Henney, uh, and after you know knowing that we were working on the same projects for a while, we just decided to partner up and form Groove Funnels. And Groove it, Groove is a consultancy for setting up email webinar funnels. Uh, I won't go too into the details, but what we do is pretty much take a business from an online business from where it's at and develop it into a cash generating machine by essentially removing a lot of the tasks from the entrepreneur, making their, their business more profitable and having them work le- uh, really less in the process. Okay, so you went from firefighter to funnel optimization expert. I'm really, yeah. I'm really curious, what was being a firefighter like for those uh, three or four years? You know, it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. At first, I was always an athlete throughout um, man, probably since I was a little kid, 
even through college playing, uh, doing club level sports, intramurals and being in the boxing club in college, played football, basketball, my teenage years, soccer when I was, you know, seven years old. So being a firefighter was kind of like getting back into doing team sports. That was, uh, that was really cool for me. It, it felt like being on a team, but, uh, also I was working for big oil and gas companies and, uh, you know, the, well, the big reason that I knew it wasn't going to be a career path for me is because I wasn't able to affect any changes uh, within the organization. Okay, so you, you felt like you didn't have any leadership aspect. You're just kind of a piece of property, right? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I definitely was, was – uh, I was able to do only what I was allowed to do. Had a definitely had a, a people looking over my shoulder with everything that I did, um, which sounds funny that uh, I wasn't able to change policies, but we were allowed to, you know, light uh, light pressure fires and and put them out and and uh, do that regularly. Run into buildings with uh, that were burning and full of smoke and zero visibility. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the ability to actually affect change, uh, within the organization was, was minimal. I was, I was working at the number, I won't, I won't mention the name, but I was working at the number five oil and gas company. So, um, okay. definitely there, there was a lot of controls in place on, on any, really any employee were, at were any you, level. Were you placed into life-threatening situations? And do you feel like that, uh, kind of, shaped you into the entrepreneur that you would become afterwards? Well, there were definitely some, there were definitely a few situations that, that were hairy, um, whether it was a fire or not, but I was, uh, I was working out, you know, in the field for oil and gas companies. So (laughs) again, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to get a call from them tomorrow morning, but (laughs) there, there definitely were, were things that happened that, had the potential to be very life threatening, not just to me, but um, everybody who was who was in the field and anybody who had a house nearby, uh, and, and that's actually pretty common in that industry. Okay, so you became a funnel optimization expert. Why did you land on uh, on funnels in particular and on this particular business? Why did I land on funnels? Well, I mean, I mean, how did you arrive at, at this particular specialty? <laughs> how do we get from how do we get from A to F? Uh, so, <laughs> exactly. You know, I always, I I always had a pretty decent tech ability. Um, I have I always had a basic understanding of WordPress just from building websites in college, more or less for fun. Uh, and I knew that I could do it. And it's kind of like any time I went to a website, it's like if I was trying to go out to a new restaurant, um, or if I was just looking at, you know, something new, uh, say like a wakeboarding, a place to rent rent a wakeboard or um, jet skis. I would always think like, man, this website sucks. I made stuff that was better than this in college. And um, it was actually my roommate at the time introduced me to my first client who was an attorney. Uh, she did not, and my, this client did not even have a website. So I thought, you know, I can, I can do that. Um, and she asked, you, how much does that cost? And just kind of pulled up out of my head, out of nowhere, oh, that's $3,000. Uh, even, you know, to an attorney, she wrote that check pretty quickly. And I thought, hey, 
this is a this is something real. If I can do two of these a, a month, then um, you know I've, I'm making a little bit of money. So that was that was what started it was uh, understanding web design. And then once I built a website, I thought, okay, I have a website that I built for someone, but it's really not doing anything. So from there, I went on to build the conversion elements. It build conversion elements into a website to actually make it a useful website. And uh, what I mean by that is just having email capture at a few critical points makes a huge difference on pretty much any website or blog. Uh, there is anybody that for anybody who's trying to sell a product or just to uh, get the word out or to get followers on social, you know, having having action oriented websites is huge um so i went into helping helping my clients build their lists and from then i just uh continued on and got some clients in the digital space and saw that they weren't these clients weren't um they weren't putting a lot of time or enough time into building out an actual sales funnel from their website all the way to the end of their high-priced offer. So it was kind of, um, it was almost intuitive. Yeah. If someone comes to your website, they're interested. If they give you their name and email address, they want to know more from you or they want to get some further information from you. If they buy your $7 ebook or $10 ebook or who knows, maybe it's 50 if it's really good. Uh, if they buy your ebook, then they're now a customer and, uh, if you know, for every ten dollar customer you have, uh, or for every handful of ten dollar customers you have, you probably have a, a fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar customer in there. And it's, I want to stress this point too. It's it's amazing how many people do their websites incorrectly, and especially uh, uh, companies like law firms, for example. I mean, they spend so much money just to see their business at the top of you know Google. Uh, competing with other law firms, but then they're not optimized for once they actually get that traffic. They don't know what to do with it. So they, they send it to a homepage, you know, with no benefit for the end user. The, 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 the visitor gets bored, they leave. Uh, and then there's so many people that just kind of create these standard five-page brochure websites with about us, you know, contact us. And it none of that really generates sales. It doesn't really move the, the, the dialogue where you want it to go with a visitor, right? It just kind of... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you'd be surprised how many websites don't even put their phone number <laughs> uh, in, you know, above, above the fold or, or, you know, in somewhere that's visible for service businesses. Um, I started largely in home services. I, you know, I said my first client was a lawyer, but I also worked pretty extensively with home services, service companies just because I saw how big the opportunity was. You know, put, you know, your number in big letters at the top of your website, people. People want to call you. Um, don't have an opt-in form with, with ten fields in it. You know, <laughs> collect email addresses. Uh, I, I started with the very basics, and I just kept studying and you know taking taking classes from digital marketer and and uh, a few other other uh, you know sources, and just learning. Hey, I can build this out even further. Build build this out more. Uh, introduce more offers and and help my clients make more money, a lot more money, actually. Yeah, so cool. And I think that there's so many uh, web designers out there who who also don't have an idea of how a website should be optimized and 
I know that I, just like you, I look at so many websites that are just so poorly designed and you land at the page, you have no idea what the company does. They don't have, you know, any, I think that the benefit should be like front and center uh, for the visitor, right? I mean, that should be the first thing like above the fold. What's, what's the first thing you recommend that people see when they arrive at the website? One sentence or one phrase that says what your company does. Okay, and should should there be like um, should you translate it into like a benefit for how the, the visitor like what what's this going to do for me? Um, I, I might have some ideas for that, but I, I want to. I'm curious to hear what what you recommend. Yeah, if you look at Mint.com, their one sentence or one phrase is "Be good with your money." It's a benefit. It's what they help you do. If you look at GrooveFunnels, ours is simple email funnel management. So it has to be really like uh, really clear, something that couldn't really be mis- misinterpreted. Like be good with your money, um, mint.com. Uh, you, you don't want anything to be like uh, lost in translation, I think. Yeah. 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 And, and we do a lot more than email. You know, we, we set up automated webinars. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we do lead scoring uh, and infusion soft. We do all kinds of stuff, but we don't really talk about that. We just say simple email funnel management. <laughs> yeah, because you can't really introduce everything that you do, like, right off the bat, you know? I think mm-hmm. um, the way I look at it, I look at it like, like if you're knocking on someone's door, if you're doing cold prospecting, door-to-door sales, and, you know, they're about to close the door on you, um, you don't have, like, a whole minute to say, you know, oh, we do like eight different services. You have to say something that's going to get their attention. Yeah, yeah. Your your windows are leaking money. <laughs> <laughs> something I, I, along those lines. Your windows are, yeah, exactly. And and so, like, you know, you got to focus on, like, a problem that they have, and it's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I had this problem. Or uh, it has mm-hmm. to be, like, something so impressive that they're like, oh, wow, I better pay attention to this guy. And I, I remember when I was doing uh, – I was doing door-to-door canvassing in, in Nevada for the 2012 presidential campaign, and um, I was, like, one of the top-performing canvassers in Nevada. And, and the reason why is um, when I would go, like, I, I would really try to get their attention at first. You know, like, they'd be closing the door on me, and I'd say, oh, but I'm, I'm here on behalf of President Obama. Uh, you should listen to what I have to say. You know, and they didn't, that wasn't in the script. They, they told us to say something like, uh, I'm here on behalf of Organizing for America or something like this. And nobody knows who that is. I don't know who they are or why I should pay attention to them. I can, I can hear the door slamming. <laughs> so when I say, like, you know, I'm here on behalf of the president, they're like, oh, wow, you know, the president sent somebody to my, my living room. I better pay attention. <laughs> so I think the first thing is that attention. And then once you have their attention, you've got to drive their interest. So, so tell me about how you do that. Uh, so for driving interest... On a website, well, first thing we want to do, obviously, you have to understand your market. That's the biggest thing. And, and what does your market want? And you want to make them an offer to give them a piece of what they want, a splintered piece of what they want, uh, as an opt-in. So a white paper report works. That's kind of the that's kind of the vanilla opt-in um, to give. Or a case study is usually really effective um, to um, to get people on board, we actually just have people schedule a time because we've been running we've been running largely through referral um, and, and a couple other uh, uh, marketing channels. So our offer is just to schedule a time 
for a 30-minute strategic focus session on someone's business uh, and, and have sold through that avenue as well. Do, do you take the, the perspective where you are kind of uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? I guess you're kind of critiquing the clients or like um, you're being really selective about your clients and that they have to kind of apply to work with you because I think that, that mindset's pretty powerful as well. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot of ways to go about that. I know a friend of mine actually makes people pay a $30 deposit, refundable deposit, to schedule a time to talk with them. And and then they refund that if they show up for the call. We haven't gone that far, but we are we do qualify really hard throughout the process. And I'd say probably one out of four people, maybe one out of five or six people, that I talk to are qualified to work with us uh, just because we're looking for the people who we can make the largest impact from. We're trying to take people, we're we're taking people from a six figure per year business to a seven figure per year business from a seven to a multi seven per year business. Uh, So we're we're qualifying along those lines. We want somebody that we know we can make a large, a large impact on. Uh, and we need, we also need somebody who understands the value in what we do. Um, I, I, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but most of our work is in Infusionsoft. And, uh, you know, to be an Infusionsoft client or um, to be an Infusionsoft consultant, you have to, I, I believe you have to work with somebody who has tried it themselves and has kind of thrown up their arms and said, oh my God, this is too much to figure out and and I don't have the time or energy to do it because I have to run the other parts of my business. Uh, and, and that type that person who's a motivated entrepreneur but is just doesn't have the time to get everything they can out of Infusionsoft. Uh, and, and by the numbers, my observation is about nine out of ten Infusionsoft users are getting about maybe 10-15% of, of its actual capabilities out of it. So somebody who who really sees the value in being able to grow their business while working less than they were before and can understand the strategy that we lay out for them to achieve that, that's who we're looking for. Interesting. All right. So I want to dive in and talk about Infusionsoft and how that can help uh, people to to scale up and grow their business. Um, Mm -hmm. I I wanted to add a point, though, to the last – to where we're talking about where we're talking about, you know, Qualifying leads. Um, yeah. If I don't know if, if you, the listener, if you listened to the episode with Matt Inglot, but we talked about uh, John Lee Dumas and how he's doing this exceptionally well uh, with his mm-hmm. his program, PodcastersParadise.com. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's probably the best funnel I've seen, and I'm just curious to get your take on it because uh, when you try to sign up for his Podcasters Paradise, uh, where it says Join Paradise. Um, he suddenly like flips it around on you. So it takes you to a page where it says, sorry, we're currently closed to new members. Um, but you can be subscribed to be notified when it reopens. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that's is brilliant because, um, it's like at first he's prospecting you. And then as soon as you indicate that you're interested, uh, he does that constraint where he says, you know, sorry, we're, we're full. Uh, we're too popular. Um, but you can join our, our, drip funnel and you can receive our email course and then you, you can bet, bet that we're going to upsell you to a $1,500 package at some point. Uh, do, do you look at that as like a, a good example of a successful uh, sales funnel? 
Absolutely. Right and I'm looking at, I'm at Podcaster's Paradise right now. It looks like I'm seeing a webinar sign up, next live podcast workshop, um, Wednesday, December 2nd. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It looks like you sign up for a webinar on here. And uh, you know, we want people running webinars. That's, that's just a, a slam dunk because long form content changes the way that your audience thinks. So running a podcast, or sorry, running a webinar or, or a podcast, an hour-long podcast, is similar to somebody reading a book written by you. Long-form content, if you attend someone's podcast you, or, or webinar, you learn what the benefits, all the benefits are, what pains are being solved from, uh, from working with them. And I see that, that he does that. I don't see. Uh, I don't see what you're talking about. Um, if you and, go down to, uh, if you go down the this, page at the says, bottom, yeah, where it's it a says, long page. It says "Ready to Join Paradise," and then you click uh, "Join Paradise." Oh, so wait, wait for sixteen payments of ninety nine dollars, <laughs> and he's not going to let me do that. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> that, that's gutsy. Yeah. Let's see. If, if you go there's so there's a. Um, Oh gosh, I wish we could could screen screen record, but there's there's oh a, there it is, yeah, I see it. There's a button hey. that says "Join Paradise," and then it's and then Paradise is closed. So I feel like there's some master uh, sales psychology going on here, and I think what you just said was a great tip with a webinar. I've never actually done a webinar, but I can see why that would be so valuable because you're basically you have a a room full of prospects, you know, online uh, people who are on your webinar uh, who are really interested, and then you, you have their attention for an hour. And then, you know, you, you can package your services. You can probably show them the benefits. And they're like, wow, I need to sign up for this. You know, this is going to take my, my business to the next level. And it's, I can see the genius behind it because I've been to, I don't know if you know the Learning Annex, Joe, but uh, the Learning Annex used to do all these, like, workshops all over the U.S. And um, you would see the masters at work where they would do these seminars and Tony Robbins would come in and he would get everybody, like, really excited. Everybody's dancing and shaking hands. And he's like, if you want to feel this good all the time, you know, I have my course. It's half off right now. And uh, the first 50 people who go to the end of the room to sign up uh, can, can get it for half price. And then suddenly everybody's like stamping, stampeding over one another to, to purchase the product. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, us selling from stage level. But let me tell you what. This is, this is what happens with entrepreneurs because I know this. This has been me many times. This has probably been everybody listening to this podcast right here is you say I am an entrepreneur and I'm going to work 80 hours a week for myself to not work 40 hours a week for someone else. That's, that is the entrepreneur mindset. And that entrepreneur will take on any work, anything, learn a new program, take the time to, you know, to, to do whatever it takes to make a few dollars for their business and it doesn't have to be that hard all the time. On the marketing end, it does not have to be that hard. And because all because every entrepreneur, and I'm talking about not just online entrepreneurs, but the guy who comes to fix your AC, they say, I am going to do everything. I'm going to turn the wheels on my business. And because of that, they don't realize that they can work with a consultant. That's going to give them a 10x return on investment. They don't realize that, that, you know, they can listen to a one hour course, one hour webinar and, and learn something that 
would take them days or weeks to learn through trial and error. Fantastic. Joe, you just brought up a really excellent point that I hadn't even considered. Um, When you just, you just touched on the identity of entrepreneurs and I think people associate so strongly with their identity, you know, like an entrepreneur, like your business is basically like your baby, you know, it's, it's something that you have to take care of every single day. And I think if, if you understand how strongly people associate with their identity, such as entrepreneurs, how passionate they are about this, whatever niche they might be in, um, if, if you can understand, you know, that identity and if you really understand, you know, how, how their, their, their brain is working, I think you, you're really plugged in. Then you can really uh, just talk to them and, and show them that you really understand what it is they're after and how you can help them, right? Yeah, and 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 entrepreneurs as entrepreneurs, we get mired down by the tactical work, by the day to day tasks, and rarely until you you've actually built a team or an organization do you take a large step back and look at the direction that your business is heading when when you're working with your head down. So where we come in is entrepreneurs who are starting to take a step back and look at where their business is heading and thinking about where they want to be in six months. Where they want to be in 12 months? Are they trying to, to, to double in six months, three to four X in 12 months? Their revenues and how they're going to achieve that? That's where we come in. Okay, so let's, let's take an archetype of an entrepreneur who's um, perhaps two years into their business. Um, you know, yeah. they bootstrapped everything, they built it up from scratch. Uh, maybe not making much money the first year, but now they're starting to make enough money to replace their full time job. That yeah. they had before. Um, what's what are the goals that we're going to set for the next six months, a year, uh, two years to to scale things up? And uh, you know, if you were to come in as a consultant, well, first we want to know what what their ladder is. Uh, if you if you read Dot Com Secrets, that was a, a really popular release that came out recently by Russell Brunson. He talks about the ladder. What is what offers are you making to your clients? in an ascending order. So I mentioned before, maybe you have, you know, a 10 or $7 ebook that, that you're selling through your site. What do you offer someone beyond that? Uh, I won't, I won't mention any names because we are a white label company, but we work with a well-known actually international law of attraction coach who we helped her put together her ladder, starting with a $7 ebook from there going to an audio course for $47 after that going to a $97 video course and the level after that is group coaching I'm not going to talk about prices from here on because I don't because everybody has a slightly different price but after after the $97 video course there's group coaching which is the next level of of ascension and beyond that when someone signed up to be for a group coaching program, they have the option to upgrade that into a one-on-one coaching option. And each of those offers is higher, higher price point. Now, if we had stopped at a $97 video course, we would be missing more than half of the revenue this business is currently generating. More than half. Okay, excellent. So and, I'm, and I, I believe a lot of 
that most businesses out there stop around that level because they say, oh, I've created this. I'm going to sell it. I believe in it. I'm going to sell it for $100 or in that price range, and, and that's it. But they're not they're, – they're, there are opportunities to be made swinging for the fences. <laughs> Awesome. So let's so let's talk about let's talk about this because I think you know those half of those companies that you mentioned they probably think that well I don't have anything that I could offer that someone would pay two thousand dollars for. So how can we reverse engineer um, a high priced package offer? Are there any um, like cheat sheets out there that you would recommend? Like a book that specializes in how to do this? Can we can we deconstruct this? Yeah, the, the the best and the, the the most well known is from Digital Marketer from Ryan Dice, uh, and that's the Machine Course. He it's it's a long video course, and in fact, it's <laughs> it's at the top of his ladder for for uh, digital products. So uh, that that would be the the best way to I think for someone to learn from the beginning. Can can you give me some hints, or, or do we have to? <laughs> uh, do you have to go buy it? <laughs> yeah, do we no, have to go not, buy the, the two not an endorsement <laughs> anyway. And I have no financial interest. It just worked for me when yeah. I read it. Um, can you can yeah, you give me some hints? Like what, uh, what, what, you what you learned? What do you want to know? Yeah, tell me what you learned from the machine course because I know that you know not everyone on this call obviously is going to go out and I don't know how much the, the course is, but if if you could just kind of share what you learned, um, I think that'd be really valuable. So yeah, from the machine course and and from. Uh, just my own experience of working, we found that you want to get people in, first get people giving you their email address. Like I said, case studies work really well for opt-ins. You want to sell somebody some some form of long-form content. An ebook works well there. Uh, an ebook could actually be another case study in and of itself uh, for around $7 just to get a customer and, and then, again, ascend them. Uh, natural path for um, information products and coaching services would be book to, this is what we followed, book to audio course, to video course, to group coaching, to private coaching. In, uh, in the online marketing space, which probably most of our viewers are following someone, um, I, I keep seeing Lewis Howes all over the place. Uh, Russell Brunson is obviously well-known. Ryan Dice are well-known. Uh, what's common for them is they may have a software tool that they want, or a membership that they want people to pay recurring uh, payments for. From then, they'll send to a high-priced information product. Actually, the machine course itself is one. I think it's two grand, if I remember right. Uh, $2,000. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. I'm, I'm looking at uh, the machine course right now, and yeah. I noticed that what he's done, he's, he's kind of created sort of like a done-for-you system. That's what this, the machine is. No, and that's not. It's, it's not? It's, no, it's an information product. Okay, because I'm, I'm looking so, at his, his landing page, and I just see like it's, it's all like laid out into like an infographic, uh, at least on the sales page. Yeah, but it's not a done for you. So what what they okay. actually do and what, what Digital Marketer does down here in Austin, it's funny that I'm talking about them this much. Um, <laughs> I, I live in Austin, Texas, where, which is where they're located. Uh, and I see their guys out at, at uh, you know, the cocktail happy hours and stuff all the time. Really great business to, to look at. But uh, what they do is they sell a course for about $2,000. And you realize when you're setting up 
when you're setting up your funnel, introducing new products to it and, and building out the emails, setting things up um, in your email service provider, is that it's just a lot of freaking work. And what a lot of people do from then is they want to hire a consultant to do this. Uh, what Digital Marketer does is they'll invite people down to their events in Austin or just make an offer online for thirty to $45,000 to build a funnel for you. And they, uh, they sell quite a few of those. Oh, okay. I see. Um, yeah. I, I do notice that on their page, though, they, how they kind of broke the machine down and their product into kind of like an infographic. Yeah. I think, I think that's really smart, you know, where it's like they're breaking down everything they're offering into like this visual that's really easy to understand. And I just yeah. got an idea from that. Like I can do a webinar instead of saying like this is what you're going to learn, I can kind of break it down into like an infographic uh, that yeah. way and then kind of like hand them off something that's almost like a map or a chart. I guess that's where I was getting at. So it's, it's not really done for you. They're basically showing you exactly how to do it. But then yep. people say like, oh, I'm too busy. I don't have the experience to do this. Can you just do it for me? And that's how they yep. get the, the big uh, high-ticket clients. Yep. yep. Awesome. Yep. That's $30,000, uh, done-for-you service. So what is the benefit that they're, they're offering that people are willing to pay $3,500 for? Is it, um, is it just to like uh, – Positive kind of- return on that investment. They, they're they're <laughs> offering to do what it takes to make their business profitable enough that they will earn back that thirty to $40,000 in, in, you know, one or two years. Okay, yeah. and then they, they I mean, threw that it, through, like, case studies and such. Hmm? Yeah. Okay, awesome. So why don't you walk me through uh, a few more. Actually, we, we touched on Infusionsoft a little bit. Um, yeah. Do you want to, to walk me through that? I mean, it's, I know it's... <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's going to take it's, a while to talk about, huh? It, it's, it's 7 p.m. Don't, <laughs> don't make me do that. No, <laughs> no, I, uh, no Infusionsoft is, is a very powerful program. It's just, um, you know, it's, it's almost like programming. It's when you get started with it, you're very involved. Um, so it's, it's something that needs to be built from the ground up. Um, so, you know, with, with Infusionsoft clients, we plan everything out from the beginning before we even log in. We give them everything we're going to do for them. And we say, okay, this is, this is what it's going to take. This is the time it's going to take. This is, these are the resources it's going to take. Are we ready to do this? And, and that's how we move forward with it. What's what's I know that yeah, I don't uh, want to, I don't want to get into flow yeah, charts yeah, 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 or yeah. anything. I, I, I guess I should have reworded that question a little bit better, but um, I don't I don't mean to like go like too in depth into it, but maybe just kind of touch on it a little bit. I know that Infusionsoft um, it's not cheap uh, yeah. to, to sign up for it, but um, yeah. it can help people to get a return several times over. I mean, what's what's the benefit of that versus like a Weber, for example? I know that there's other like more advanced options you can do with it, but maybe you can just kind of give me an idea of what's what's possible. You can run your webinars right out of Infusionsoft. You can run your checkout pages through Infusionsoft. You can it, it's a CRM, so you can manage all of your leads and your customer list through Infusionsoft. Um, there, there's it's just a, a much more robust system compared to you know Aweber's just simple email. Uh, I don't. I actually don't use Aweber much. <laughs> I prefer, I prefer Mailchimp for that level. But uh, yeah, it's it's not even um, not even the same thing at all. Uh, you know, 
And, and when you look at the the typical clients, is that companies, small companies, or online businesses, or you know any, any business for really will start out with MailChimp or Aweber, and they may move up. Uh, Active Campaign is is gaining a lot of popularity, but generally, when a company has grown, has matured, and is ready to invest back into their marketing and, and getting the best software, Infusionsoft is is where they go. So, so you know you're ready once you've built up your list to a certain amount, or maybe reach a certain number of revenue, uh, revenue number. Yeah, it's. I think it runs about two hundred bucks a month, and there's a sign up fee that's it's negotiable. Uh, not everybody knows that. So if anybody here is thinking of using Infusionsoft, uh, call and negotiate the the setup fee. But you know there there's a two hundred dollar a month cost. So yeah, you have to be willing to to just see that as a cost uh, as a business expense and is not as something that is going to hold you back. Okay, so I'm looking at the essentials, which is two hundred a month and or starts at two hundred a month that you can negotiate. Yeah. And um, it says 2,500 contacts. So that, that's kind of a good number to, to shoot for if you want to get started. Yeah. Okay, because if, you if you're at like maybe 1,000 people on your email list, maybe you're not ready for that yet. But I'm curious, mm-hmm. how, how would you be able to uh, take your list from a service like MailChimp or Aweber? Are you able to, to convert that to Infusionsoft? Yeah, through CSVs. And we don't we don't offer that. We work with people who generally are already in Infusionsoft because uh, the migration is not perfect. There's there's no one button. There's no Staples Easy button. But generally through CSVs, you can you can transfer from really any service, downloading a list and, and uploading it into the other. And would they have to confirm opt in again through Infusionsoft? No, I believe if you talk to support, let them know that you're coming over from a different system. They'll, they'll allow that. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So, uh, Joe, you know, before we wrap up, um, maybe you could just go talk about like a couple of case studies with uh, businesses that you've worked with, you know, maybe two or three. Uh, just tell me, you know, where they were at, you know, how you helped them and, and how you, where they are now. Yeah, sure. I'll tell you about one. Uh, okay. Actually, came to the, to the U.S. Uh, from France. It was a popular... Law of Attraction, information and coaching business in France, and was opening up a U.S. branch, opted in through our webpage, um, talked a little bit with the owner of the business, and she liked what, uh, the plan that we laid out for. We did a, a strategic focus session. She loved what we did. Um, we actually built that, that, same, uh, that same funnel or, or ladder that I talked about with information of starting with the book and then going to an audio course and then a video course and then group coaching. Uh, we built that out. Oh, man, we, we worked on that one really fast, but we built that out in, in a pretty good amount of time, um, wrote, wrote the emails to convert each one um, and set all the thank you pages as upsells, which is very, very big uh, for the funnel. So... That one took off, um, and this was starting in the U.S. That was five-figure revenue within a few months. I want to say four months. Five-figure, going down five-figure monthly revenue. It was the first, it was the first five-figure month. Uh, so that was big. What What were the biggest factors in the success of that campaign? Well. 
we we had the coaching um, up front. So we <laughs> we were actually pre-selling group coaching, and it wasn't that cheap. So I think that was it. We had we had a high offer from the beginning. We determined what the prices were. We built the pages to sell it. So we were working with a high offer from the beginning. I think what most people do, and, and I don't know that this is necessarily wrong, but we were just, you know, we just knew this one was going to work. But what most people do is they start with a $5 ebook and they sell that. And then they say, hey, I have a lot of people buying this $5 ebook. I could sell, you know, a $30 something, you know. Uh, but they introduce that later. What we did was we had what, one, two, three, four, five offers from the built from the get go. So this was rolling, and and these were built pretty much around the time that that website was the website for the U.S. Uh, was being completed. So this just hit the ground running. Is there a way to kind of uh, present those offers without pissing people off, you know, and getting them to unsubscribe? Because I know that you should, yeah. you should be giving a lot of value for free. If you try to sell them too hard, I mean, they'll they'll obviously roll their eyes at you, right? Well, it depends on are you providing value when you're selling something. Okay. So we, we provide value throughout the sales process. It's a lot less salesy than it might sound. Okay. Uh, making, an, making an offer is not – doesn't create as much friction if you're providing value when you do it. And we do that through video sales letters, creating video sales letters. Okay, and do you do that through Infusionsoft or like a WordPress plugin or something? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm probably not, but I mean, you, you obviously Good. can, right? Yeah, it, no, I, I'm laughing because it's <laughs> it's less high tech than that. You create video sales letters with Camtasia and PowerPoint or Keynote. Oh, okay. That, I've seen I've seen a lot it. of those. Yeah. I, I hate yep. those because it's like, Absolutely. oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal the secret to you uh, that you want to know about. But first, you have to watch this like 30-minute video. And then they don't even tell you what the secret was. I hate it when they do that. <laughs> Probably the wrong way well, to do it. Well, that's, that, maybe that's not a very well-written one. But <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about all that. Um, I do get those affiliate yes, offers per- a lot, though. Or I used to. Yeah, providing value in your video sales letter is really big and really, you know, just it's long form content. I think that's what a lot of people focus like, oh, I have to do webinars. Oh, I have to write a book. Really, what what's important is that you are knowledgeable enough that you can persuade people to see the benefits or see the issues that that they're having and how your product or service helps that make it really clear to them so long form content video sales letter webinar podcast whatever it is that's where people are are rewiring their brain to be persuaded because you're le- you're teaching them what's happening awesome so you sent them an email um, you send them to this video that you create with Camtasia and you upload uh, and then the video is kind of like a sales letter that also educates them. What's the call to action? Mm-hmm. What's the best way to do the call to action? The best way to do call to action, and, and uh, there are tests that 
you can look at you can look at split test case studies all day. A lot of people prefer the magic button, which is when you have to watch the video up to a certain point before the offer appears, uh, you know, to to click forward. Um, that that's one tactic. But when you say to to make the call to action, just make a powerful statement that you know what you're doing is going, and, and you have to really. First of all, if you have a product or, or a service that is not helping people consistently, then you shouldn't do any of what I'm saying. You should uh, make your service better, make your product better. But the product that, that makes a difference from a credible source, if you, if you can show the results that other, yeah, your other clients or customers are having and you're showing that, then then that that's that's what you're offering to someone else the the ability to to have that same level of success. Excellent. Thank you so much, Joe. I've I've learned so much from this conversation about things that I could be doing better that I'm not doing. Um, because you know, I just did a, an offer for a uh, an author kind of like a Google Hangout, a paid mm-hmm. uh, hangout to kind of show how I publish and promote books to bestsellers. And like, I realized I didn't even like include any screenshots of, you know, my book at the top of the chart, or I didn't, I didn't do like a video letter. Like you said, if, if I had done these things, I'll do them probably do the next time. Uh, but I can see how it would increase my conversions and I could make more money. So thank you for all the, the tips and, and techniques that you've shared on this. Um, we talked a lot about, uh, well, we talked about sales pages. We talked about funnels. We talked about webinars to convert prospects to customers. Um, we talked about sales psychology, you know, exclusivity factors, things like uh, connecting to your prospect's identity, how to go from uh, how to scale up your business. We talked about so much stuff in here and um, so many takeaways. So I took a bunch of notes and um, I enjoyed it a lot, Joe. Hope you did too. Absolutely, Danny. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. And um, if you want to find out more about Joe, you can go over to GrooveFunnels.com. Maybe you can sign up for his uh, funnel to see how he does it <laughs> and uh, take learn a lesson or two. Uh, Joe, anything that you want to, to suggest for people if they want to get in touch with you or learn more about you? Yeah, just send me an email. Okay. Joe at GrooveFunnels.com. Anybody, if you're enjoying this show, if you like what you hear, just uh, just shoot me an email. Ask ask me anything you want to ask me. I'm uh, pretty much an open book. Thank you so much, Joe. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks, Danny.